you're listening to the Red Diamond Warrior, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome, everyone, to episode 55 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here with you, as always, your host, Bob Chichinsky, with my good, good friend, Dogged Bark 24 How are you doing this week, my dude? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, we are both, I honestly, doing pretty freaking awesome after the week we had and that's what we are here to talk about with you guys this week we have our own uh form of tales from tamriel this week we've got some uh fun fun stuff to talk about dogged and i have both been crowned emperor of tamriel in one week pulled it off we went in there we pulled it off and we are excited to tell you our story about it so Anyways, that's what we're going to talk about this week. Uh, It's going to be a nice chill episode. And then next week we are going to do a full deep dive on the new champion point system and all the updates that have been put out to it thus far as we're getting very close to when it's going to be fully released on live. So fun stuff, fun stuff. Um, Yeah. For that, of course, we've got the news, and there is a little bit to talk about this week going on. We've got a new event coming up. Dogged, why don't you tell them all about it? All right. Well, first off, we're going to do our end-of-month giveaway. It's happening this week, so whenever, you know, Bob puts a tweet about it, make sure you, you know, like it and do all the good stuff. Make sure you're following us. Yeah, it should be out by the time this episode is out tomorrow. So, yeah, as always, our end of the month uh, Twitter, follow our account, like and retweet the tweet, and you will get entered for your chance to win four crown crates. Yep, and then also starting this week is the Tribunal Celebration. This is happening between February 25th and March 9th, and this will take place in Vardenfell in the Clockwork City. I saw someone also say, like, kind of a snub to Deshaun a little bit. And I kind of felt like Deshaun might have been, I thought maybe it might get an inclusion in there. But alas, nothing. Uh, I think it would be really cool if they included some base game zones and some stuff, gave them some love, give people reason to go back there and get some, you know, double resource drops and stuff, you know, I don't know. Yeah, especially since, you know, you get Mother's Sorrows that come from that area. That's a great set. Yeah, and uh, Plague Doctor, too. Real good. Zone to go grind. Yeah. But, alas, we still get a new one combining Vardenfell and uh, Clockwork. So, that's nice, because I was not really a fan of just the Clockwork celebration alone. And, you know, even the Vardenfell one was like, it's all right. So combining the two of them is really good and implementing new things as well as always, you know, a good way to go. Yeah, hopefully I can get some uh, War Maiden so that I, uh, you know, can transmute it for all my characters a lot easier. Oh, I'm sure we will have <laughs> so much War Maiden. 
if if you know Xbox Ghost is shown, I have like coffers just stacked up with the War Maidens, only that's in like the vines or you know the good traits and all that kind of stuff. All the so. good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. So with this event, it'll have double reward boxes for daily quests and the weekly trial quests for the two trials. Uh, and there's also double drops from bosses and the uh, resource mats. So that's awesome. There are some uh, new stuff coming with this event. Um, starting with, you know, one of the first things is that a uh, public dungeon and world bosses will have a chance to drop the Doctrine Ordinator style pages. And final bosses in Trials for uh, the Clockwork City in Vardenfell will have a guaranteed drop for that style page. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that for sure. Like, whole new thing and... Um... You know, gives you a good reason to go up in the public dungeons and especially the trials too, because it's a guaranteed drop. Yeah, especially the uh, Clockwork City trial, because I know I want to get some of those weapons. You know, just to have it for my uh, collections. Right. Yeah. They also have a uh, tribunal coffers, and you get these whenever you complete dailies, and they can also randomly drop from doing anything in those two zones. So. It's pretty cool. Uh, you have the chance to receive the following uh, boutique pages for the seven styles in those zones. It's uh, Ashlander, Tavani, Morag Tong, Redoran, Halalu, Evan Shadow, and the Clockwork Apostle. Some crafting mats, overland pieces, transdutes, and treasure maps for those two zones. And then some of the newer stuff, such as the uh, Slag Town Driver Rune Box. Uh, Thetis, Rumeri's bait kit, room box, and then fragments for the macrotized verminous fabricate pet. So, yeah, I really like how they're doing like you could get it from anything in there. And the fact that they added this whole new coffer to like make up for, I guess, not having two different events, maybe it's, I don't know, but. It's better than just having the daily drop or the double like daily rewards and double uh, drops from bosses and stuff. It gives you a bit more incentive if you're not just going for sets in that zone. Yeah, or just like your daily tickets, just like do one daily and dip. Maybe you get a second one ready. Yeah, so I think that's really cool. And of course, everyone loves getting motifs and finishing those up. So, especially, you know. Us coming over to PC, it'd be nice to get some of these. Uh, I think it's the Telvani one. Is that the kind of like greenish one? I really like that one. One of them. I don't know. I don't. I don't have most of those. I don't have like the Morrowinds completed on uh, Xbox yet. So, mm. well, there you go. So, what about um, these glorious Tribunal coffers, dog? All right. Well, you know the article reads. Even better, the first time you complete a daily quest each day, you receive a glorious tribunal coffer and said, The glorious tribunal coffers contain the same items as the regular counterparts, but have a higher chance of receiving some of the rare items such as a skin, memento, or pet fragments. Which, you know, in plain terms, these could be just like the Markmeyer boxes, which were pretty trash. And, you know, people like, well, I think Lotus had terrible RNG on, like, the boxes. 
And whenever you have an RNG chance of like the better box, I just don't like it. It automatically makes me not like it. So, yeah, that's true. We'll have to hope for the best. But was it the Somerset one that was really bad like that last year? It's like you got nothing from the other. I got nothing from the Somerset ones. And I was doing dailies like every day. And it's just like I had to buy everything with tickets or I had to buy everything from other people because I just couldn't get anything. Yeah. Well, we'll hope for the best. We'll see how it goes. I know that they definitely seem to be liking this glorious, like, first day one. So, seems to be the trend. And uh, so, you said event tickets. What about event tickets for this event? How are we getting them? How much are we getting? All the good stuff. All right. So, we are getting two event tickets per day. And it's one for each zone daily. With these event tickets, you can buy the three parts for the pet. The two parts for the skin. The pet is five tickets per, and the skin is ten tickets per. And then, if you're incredibly unlucky with the boxes, you can also buy those rune boxes, the pet, the skin, and the doctrine ordinary style pages, which I do think is pretty cool. That you know, even if you have bad RNG, you still have a chance to buy it with the uh, uh, with the tickets. So, so. Make sure you guys get uh, both your tickets a day. Because if you get bad RNG with those boxes, you are going to need them to get all the cool stuff. It's pretty much what Dog just said. Yeah, I'm sure I would have to do that on, if not on Xbox, definitely on PC or the other way around. All right. Well, good old Tribunal event. Uh, we hope you all enjoy it. Should be a good time um did you drop the days on that there dog let's give them to him one more time february 25th to march 9th so can we starting up uh this week and should yeah should be fun go get your war maidens no doubt make sure you fill up your uh uh the collections you know your collection log you want to f- sticker book it up get all those sets taken care of while the event is happening double drops so as we said earlier we have been in Cyrodiil hardcore like insane so much Cyrodiil and as you may or may not know as we talked about last week um there is a very interesting test going on all proc sets have been turned off a lot of sets have been turned off almost like over 95 percent of sets in the game so we were like, let's do an end push. I don't know. But before we get into all that, we uh we're gonna talk about the scores real quick and talk about uh our opinion on the test of what we got to see. Get that out of the way here in our serial section of the thing. So for me, I didn't really get to go anywhere about where we were pushing which was the lobby campaign so everyone is really kind of using crafted sets down there anyways but still there are a bunch of crafted sets you can use that aren't you know that are turned off now so it does limit people and we went with some different stuff uh pretty similar but i went with julianos shackle breaker and ancient i think 
dog went with uh, Juliana's Dunes and Ancient, right? Yeah, except I did a uh, four piece Suns. Yeah, four piece. Yeah, well, I did four piece Shackle Worker. That's what I. Uh, that was oh, the difference. Right. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was pretty good, honestly. I felt powerful in there while I was, you know, in my levels, mainly like within four levels of my gear and uh, everything was leveled up. I couldn't compete with, you know, the people who main that campaign or like super set up. You could tell when you're fighting those guys, but I could survive against them for a while and I could kite them around and give them a hard time. So uh, I enjoyed that. And it was fun being emperor on it was ridiculous but uh we'll get into that later so i definitely am interested to get into gray host and see how much of a difference it makes but as far as being down there in the lobbies i did notice less lag as compared to like what i would expect but there i also had some really weird moments of like the game would like break and just not work and i've never experienced it like happened like that before and i just have to reset the whole game and that was really weird and that happened a handful of times i don't know if that was like had anything to do with what was going on the test but and then sometimes i would like when i would load in to like a keep or something i'd like go to like walk out a door just be like like freeze and just like okay you're good now and be like what the freaking heck was that like so Weird stuff like that. I'm assuming it had stuff to do with the test because I've never experienced it before. But I also have not played in Cyrodiil for like 12 hours a day on PC until now. So, yeah, dog, what did you think of the test? Uh, quick question. Like whenever you froze, were you like running or moving? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So uh, that I did. I have seen that, too. But I've also had that happen in a. Uh, Stormhaven too. It's oh. just like if you actually look at your screen, like, like there's like just a line of the thing, and like the like that little area just hasn't loaded in. When you try to cross it, like you just you're in this ugly like or you're in this like a uh, you know just repeating running phase or whatever you were doing beforehand. And until that area loads in, you you can actually move. It's yeah, weird. it's just like a second, but it's just like freeze, and I'm like, what the. F- what was happening yeah i also thought it was a serial thing until i saw it inside the storm haven so hmm. definitely not a serial only thing weird so, yeah but um i was you know i was in there for like the first couple days um at the beginning it kind of seemed like whoever you asked like for me the lag seemed to be down and i was able to do stuff but after a few day, after a few more days, it, it seemed to get worse. To where some people say it's even worse than it was before. Some people say it's better. Some people say it's just the same. As of right now, I feel like it's just the same. But for example, so for me, we were fighting in a uh, Aleswell in the Grey Host, and like the lag, like the fight was just really, really laggy. And then for t- and then like two minutes later, like. Everything was just casting as it should. It's like I was, I was, it's like I was playing in the P, in the PVE zone. You know, I was like playing in Stormhaven. Like everything worked as it should, and then it was awesome. You know, being able to get your skills and everything, and then you know, five minutes later, it was back to laggy Cyrodiil. 
And this would happen a lot, like in different areas, different different times, and it was it was definitely weird. I didn't like typically it's like, well, if you know more people like leave the area or like you go to a different part of the map. But no, like this would be like mid fight, like maybe three people leave, but like not enough that should like, you know, change it drastically like that. So I don't know. It's it's, it's definitely something weird that I noticed. Weird things, man. Weird things be happening. Yep, definitely weird. So we got two more weeks to the test. We will continue to bring you guys uh, updates of it as we go. But that is our first impression and impressions from our imp push. So let's get some scores out of the way here. As far as Greyhost things on PC NA, we've got AD leading 14.3K, DC in second 14K, EP in third 13.7K. So nice and close. It's a pretty fresh campaign. Only a few days in, still 26 days remaining. And on the EU side of things for PC and Stadia, we've got AD 15k, EP 14.3k, Daggerfall in last with 11.5k. Unfortunately, so it looks like, yeah, we've got AD leading both sides. Wow. Well, we'll take a second and appreciate that because that does not happen. Um, but anyways, uh, GG to you guys. Way to go. And, dog, as far as the Xbox side of things, how are things looking, man? All right. Well, for the Xbox campaigns or the console campaigns in general, they have 11 days left. And then for Xbox NA, we have DC in first with 67K, AD in second with 54K, and then EP in last with 48K. And for Xbox EU, you know, pretty much the same thing. DC in first with 74K. AD in second with 47k and EP in last with 45k. So DC is winning by a lot, and the other two factions are losing by even more on the Xbox EU. So, yeah, pretty solid if you have the dagger fuck up in it. DC in the lead, and then we get some more of that because on the PlayStation side of things, uh, as always, thanks to our PlayStation correspondent, Lotus of Doom, for the NA scores. We're looking at Daggerfall Covenant in first, 59k. Ebonheart Pact in second at 58k. And the All Mary Dominion, 56.5k. Very close up there. And there, as Dog said, with Xbox, only 11 days remaining. So things are nice and close. We'll see if Daggerfall can hold on to that lead. On the EU side of things, Ebonheart Pact is leading, 62k. All Mary Dominion right behind them at 58k and the Daggerfall Covenant in last from first to worst 56k. So, as you can see, lots of close battles going on. And you guys should definitely get up in Grey Host, try this test out, see how it feels without all these crazy powerful sets up in the game. All right. So, with that, we are coming right into our topic for this episode, which is Bob and Dogged freaking Emperors. Dogged, congrats, man. Congrats. Like, it, it was awesome. Yeah. You know, congrats to you too, right? 
<laughs> oh, thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a good time. Um, and as you guys could see, Dog, you know, he denied me last episode, but I convinced him, and I told you guys I would. Yeah, he's like, you know, you have, you know, we think about all the power, and it's like, <laughs> ooh, power. I like power. So, yeah, it was pretty easy, you know, like. <laughs> but what really happened is, you know, we we're talking about Emperor and everything, and, you know. <laughs> Lotus and Prometheus and everyone, like, they pushed Emperor on Emberheart Pact in mid-year. Well, I don't think Lotus got it, but he helped a bunch of people get it. <laughs> and I was like, man, dude, everyone's getting Emperor. I'm jealous. Like, and then we talked about Emperor Lies. I was like, man. And I went and checked the scores in the Lobby campaigns because me and Dodd, you know, we don't have time to push in a 30-day campaign. <laughs> like, I can't keep up for that long with the players that are you know scoring that insane like i have a job and i have other things to do uh, i have a podcast you know i, I just I can't do it but these seven day campaigns which if there was a cp seven day campaign i would gladly push in there but they took it away from me so whatever but lobby campaigns seven days resets every week gives you a fresh chance not a an insane amount of competition. There was a pretty, you know, there was competition a little bit, but of course me and dog, you know, we go crazy. So, uh, I go check and I see early in the week, I'm like, all right, blue has an emperor, you know, they're, they're doing stuff and the scores are pretty low. And then I check at the end of the week. I'm like, okay, blue has another emperor. That's pretty good. They've had two emperors in the week. And, the top score was like 1.3 million. Now, going into this test, of course, we knew there'd be double AP for specific things. So we knew we'd be scoring like crazy. And uh, I told Dog, like, dude, this this could be our chance. Like, on PC, just get it taken care of. We get our title. The freaking uh, die, the Emperor's Red die, which is awesome. And the costume the emperor's regalia like we got to do it man and he reluctantly at first but finally gave in and uh we went hard and i don't even know know how to start like well okay here's how we'll start dog why don't you tell everyone how crazily you freaking prepared for this ambush in a matter of days all right so you know Take, pretty much take whatever I said about, you know, me grinding up a Templar or, you know. Yeah, well, I did that, right? So I made sure I went in. I bought uh, one because you don't have Rapids, right? And that, that that's just terrible. Running around with, like, 2% miles speed. <laughs> awful. Don't do it, all right? Don't. Like, don't. It will ruin your time in <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so, like, the first thing I did is, like, you know what? I, I need mount speed. I can't run like this. So I bought 20, per, 20 mount speed and 10 stamina. And, and then I went around and collecting all the lore books and sky shards and like the entire of the Daggerfall Covenant. But I still needed more lore books. So I did a couple zones in the Ebonheart Pact. Got all those sky shards as well. The public dungeons, everything. And I did a couple more zones after that until I got my meteor. And at that point, I had my Meteor, and I had a bunch of skill points to last me for the entire thing. And 
meanwhile, you know, all this is happening. So I loaded up my, uh, you know, front bar with every skill that I could put on possible with, with, you know, the Don's Wrath stuff because I wanted Jesus Bean. But more importantly, I wanted it to be at, you know, level 30 or 31 or 32, pretty much as early as possible. So whenever I unlocked a new skill, I'd put it on my front bar, replace something else. And I just kept on doing it. And I would do it, you know, at each like little level, level increment. And then eventually, you know, turns out when I don't, I can't have jabs, you know, my uh, rotation kind of sucks. So I just ended up doing Dolan's. And then by the time I hit level 30, I finally got my Jesus feed. And man, I, that, was, that was just awesome. <laughs> The last time I've done it, I hit it at level 32. So which means I'm only improving. Maybe next time I'll get it at level 28. Who knows? Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, man. Yeah. And those are like the <laughs> skills that everyone wants, the last ones, and they're the hardest to get. So that was pretty impressive to get at that low level. Yeah, the only thing that I uh, regret is I didn't get myself the Purify as well. I got my gap closer, which I know I needed, and I got the, you know, Jesus beam, my execution, and I forgot about the purify. And the purify is like the biggest thing that I that I need, you know. Otherwise, I have to use purge. Purge sucks. I hate purge. So safe to say, dog went pretty insane to uh, make sure he was going to be OP. Yeah, because you know. I mean, if there's one thing that, you know, I've learned in on Xbox is that, you know, there are people in there and they're going to have, you know, there's OP meta builds with gold gear. And surely enough, when we got there, there was those people with, you know, those gold gear and meta builds. And, you know, as I was talking about earlier today, it's like, man, imagine if I actually tried something new. Like, it'd be so much harder to, like, do anything on that map because I'd be trying to learning, like, a new rotation. And I want to be as powerful on whatever character because, you know, the Templar, I pretty much mastered, you know. It took three years or so, but I've mastered, you know, the low PvP, the higher PvP, the PvE. I've just mastered my build, so. Yeah, and Dog was pretty scary in there sometimes, but... <laughs> As far as yeah. myself, I tried to keep up with Dog, but I at least got my character to level 20, and I had some, you know, I made myself level 20 gear, all purpled out, level 30 gear, purpled it all out, and I uh, was feeling decent, had uh, a lot of the skills I wanted, the main thing I was missing was my uh, Spirit Mender on my Necro, and I was very excited to go try and get Emperor for the first time on a necromancer because the last time I pushed on a necromancer was the last time I pushed for imp at all. And it went so bad that that's probably why it took me a year and a half to ever push again. But that is a story I'm sure you guys all remember. Well, first place finish, never getting imp, but this time went. And that's also why I didn't want to go crap. And that's also why I didn't want to go back in there. And it's just like, man, I remember the last time that we pushed together, it was awful. It was horrible. And I hated every second of it. Right. Yeah. It just it left a, <laughs> yeah, it left a bad taste in our mouth after that push. So, yeah. 
This time, this time, a uh, little bit different, a little bit, but we'll get, we'll get into that. So we have plenty, plenty more to talk about. And if you guys have ever wondered, how do I get Emperor? And our last episodes that have talked about it have never told you enough. Then listen closely to our stories because we're going to tell you what we did and how we did it. And it's a, uh, it seems to me like a pretty easy roadmap to follow, but definitely have to have a, a good buddy here like dog who's just as dedicated as you are so before we get into all of that as always we want to take this little middle part of our episode to remind you guys we are part of the one and only oh so wildly popular robots radio podcast network that is probably the hottest podcast network out there we got shows that cover all kinds of topics definitely go check them out at robotsradio.net and being a part of the network we can offer you guys awesome deals like 15 percent off your first order of loot crate go get that elder scrolls crate yo or if you sign up for one month at gamefly you could get a free month free on us and with awesome games coming out all the time there's never been a better time to take opportunity of that and every time you guys do that I'll give a little kickback to the show. So check our show notes for links to all those things. And of course, a bunch of other awesome stuff. And don't forget, go check out robotsradio.net. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amarin. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All right. All right. So... Let's talk some Emperor Bob. Well, I mean, should we should we mention Emperor Graham first? Like he was there too. <laughs> yeah, he was there, right? So, uh, you know, I think I can I can take it over, right? Go so, ahead. Uh, so yeah, you know, Bob and I are. So you know, Bob and I were like, "Oh, hey, Graham! Like, you know, you want to help us push for like you know Emperor?" And Graham says, "Like, oh yeah, I have a character with you know." The double AP scroll from like Last Meteor Mayhem, you know, the one before the other one or something crazy like that. We're like, awesome, you know, that's great. And yeah, so, you know, we start scoring AP, you know, as soon as the campaign reset, you know, Bob, you know, forgot about the 30 minute downtime in between, but it's okay. I, we, we only make fun of him a little bit. And yeah, so, you know, we, uh, Hey, no one else <laughs> mentioned that, okay? No one else was like, but oh, didn't you forget? So <laughs> I would say we all forgot. Oh, I thought you were including it, but no. No, all right. You were yeah. the one in there. I was the one who's like, oh, I need to craft gear. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, no, I need to do this. Oh, no, we only have five minutes left. And you're like, no, <laughs> I was wrong. Like, yes, you were wrong. Good. I was getting everyone <laughs> extra prepared. That's why we were so prepared. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, you know, Bob and I were like, yeah, you know, we're going to have our quests ready or we just turn in the basic ones. So we had the same AP and everything. 
and we went over to go I don't know wherever we went, but uh, yeah, we just started scoring AP with Graham. And of course, you know, Graham just launches off because he has like the double AP on top of what's already double AP. So he's getting quadruple AP, which is quadruple AP is just awesome. Like, you know, I went in there on one character that had it. And uh, for, you know, Castle Chowman, I scored like 300K in like 30 minutes. It was awesome. But anyways, you know, back to Emperor Graham, right? And, like, so yeah, he was just scoring tons of AP. And you know, we're starting pushing the circle. And, and and Graham got Emperor in like the first 20 minutes of the campaign. And yeah, he was like, uh, like, I'm sorry, Bob. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean for this to happen. I'm like, uh, calm down, calm down. Like, yeah. first off, if it wouldn't have been Graham, it would have been dog, but it's still not me. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't get salty. We <laughs> just kept pushing. But we did crown Graham in like 20 minutes and it was super insane. And we had all these people messaging how did you get to first so fast? <laughs> what is going on? And Graham was just laughing at him while he's like, I have a mid year scroll. And they're like, What do you mean? <laughs> From the event. From the event. From what you did last week. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. I liked it. Yeah, he scored like 60k in like 15 minutes. <laughs> and like, it was like, dang, man. There was no question, like, oh, does he have enough, you know, score to be him? Is there enough people in here to be him? Like, nah, it didn't matter, dude. He scored like insane and he got him. Yeah. And it was funny because he got messages from like people in like eighth place. They're like, man, I thought. I- <laughs> I was getting here trying to get him. We're like, what are you talking about? You're not even at the top five. Like, I was, Grandma's just like, it's unbelievable. Really I mean, like, you know, I'm in first. Like, you got these Bob and Dog guys. Like, you're not even ahead of them. So, but yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. I actually have a screenshot from the start of the push where me and Dog were the only two DC to have scored. At all, because we dropped our uh, quest right when the campaign began, and that was that's pretty cool. Little things like that are awesome, and of course, getting to you know get Graham Emperor and all the things that come with it. As I was saying earlier, you know, it's really awesome to have that costume, and uh, you know, it stays it stays with you forever. You know, you can keep it forever. The die is same thing; you can use it forever, and. Your character will always have that title. Plus, you can get the awesome uh, Ruby Throne from the Alliance Points shop in there in Cyrodiil. But anyways, we're happy, like super happy to have accomplished all that. And as Dog said, we started our push in earnest. Just, uh, you know, we had Emperor Graham in our group and we were not trying to defend M-Cubes just so it would you know, get dethroned uh, eventually. We were still going out and pushing our stuff, and so we were just taking whatever we wanted because we had Emperor with us, and we were scoring AP like crazy. We would just go push out to the home keeps, take all the resources, take the keep, next one, take all the resources, take the keep. And then when it started getting like a little bit slower, so when things are slow and there's not just a bunch of stuff going on the map, you have to make stuff happen for yourself. 
that's one of the biggest parts about getting to first on the leaderboard. You have to be always scoring. So we'll go out to the fringe keeps, go get a town like Blasterus or Cropsford, go push Dragonclaw or Draco or Brindle, get all the resources. Maybe you don't even need the keep, push up to the outpost above it, cut across to the inwards outpost, so Janus or Nickel. These are um, very simple, easy tactics to keep things moving, keep the map alive, and uh, keep you scoring AP at the same time. So it has a benefit to not only your faction, the entirety of the campaign, but you in the leaderboard. So it's really, really good. And if you have a lot of people pushing for AMP, you'll see so much activity, and it really helps the campaign stay alive. So uh, first day... Dogged and I, with the double AP buff, um, and of course, going into the delve every hour and getting our 20%, we uh, started out first and second, we passed Graham after he got dethroned, and uh, quickly got our lead up to about 100k. There was one person, I, I didn't ask if it was okay if I used their uh, name, so we'll just call him number three. But number three, man, he was coming for us the whole time, and he was trying to get M2, and he was, you know, there wasn't a lot of people putting pressure on us, but he was always right there, so we scored hard that first day, and uh, we kept pushing and kept pushing, and I think we finished right about a million. Would you agree with that, Doc? Yeah, we were definitely up there, so a million sounds about right. Yeah, I know the second day. Yeah, the second day we got like over a million very quick. I think we're like nine hundred thousand the first day. So uh, that first day was where it was really awesome. Me and Dog were both off work, so we just got to push like crazy, establish our lead, and then start trying to take castles. But as anyone knows who's got imp, or anyone who wants to push imp, we'll find out. Getting to first is one thing. Getting all those castles is quite another. And man, we dealed with we dealt with an AD imp of godliness the first day. Well, not like the imp was godly, honestly. He was alright. Like he was probably the worst imp of the entire campaign, honestly. But he wasn't horrible. It was just like eh. And um he just had a large Zerg that just held the map the whole day on uh, the second day. Then the third day, the Ebonheart Pact took over the entire map and held it the entire day. Whole thing. And it sucked. And then finally, like the fourth day, Friday, it was like kind of a bit more neutral. And it was seeming like, you know, are things going to be good, you know, like, I don't know. And I was going to, uh, you know, hang out with some friends and stuff. So I was like, all right, guys, I got to get off is what it is. You know, maybe somehow I'll come back to be emperor, but it wasn't looking that great at the moment. And about one thirty in the morning, it's like things were winding down with my homies. People looking like they're ready to leave. So I was like grabbing some of my rooms. I'm just going to check scores real quick, see how everything's going. Logged in. 
seeing my character glow gold and is like, ooh, emperor, like, skill line gained is like, oh, my gosh. And look, it's like current emperor Bob Chinsky for like 30 minutes. I rush outside, send everyone home immediately. It's like, I got to play video games right now because it's drastically important. So, uh, yeah. Blue had the entire map pretty much except one keep, Blood Man. So guess where I went? Two freaking Blood Man. And there was about four blues on with me. And I was like, yeah, you guys want to join my group? I'm the Emperor. Let's go. So there was about seven AD. And um, I couldn't do like take them all on. I was in like that level of freaking OP. I couldn't kill them at least, but they could not kill me. They could not even come close. It was redonkulous. And uh, finally, like I would kill the weaker ones and then the good ones would like run back inside and then run out and run back in and run out. And then I would like run back because it'd be pushing me and I'd like turn around a little bit, kite around some trees and stuff. And then I'd kill the other ones and then they'd kill the other DC. And this just kept going on for like a good hour. And then the yellow started hitting me up like, man, dude, like you're just going to like stay here. And I was like, nah, you know, like I'm not trying to just camp you guys or anything. I just, this is I'm only chance I'm going to get to play as Emperor. So this is, a, this is it. This is, <laughs> we're the only 10 people that freaking online. So I'm going to be here. And he's like, all right, whatever. At least we could kill the other people around you the whole time. So yeah, that ensued for a little while. And, you know, I got to, uh record myself killing a bunch of yellows and just standing there and taking damage from the other ones and it was fun stuff um unfortunately uh my good friends you know my girl and Graham and dog none of them got to be online and play with me well i was in but i did get to play with good old number three was there in our group and uh a bunch of other people that i had ran with in the campaign as well so uh, shout out to everyone in the DC that helped during that. And uh, getting Emp was just as awesome as I'd hoped. I was very grateful that I was awake and got to actually get on and play and, you know, take a bunch of screenshots and everything. And uh, it's really rewarding, you know, when you get to, it just works out how you want it and you put in all the time and the work. And we were getting a bit nervous there. Like, like when I say AD and EP were running the map those first few days, like it was really not enjoyable to go in there and play. Like, especially when it's just one of us, me or a dog, like all you could do is like annoy them a little bit while they take stuff because they're just zerging it up and DC didn't have the numbers. So the weekend came and that seemed to change. And I got my freaking, I got it all. I got everything I wanted. First place, got crowned, got the costume and the die. And I will definitely be rocking that former M title probably for the uh, rest of my days. Although I always am like, oh, this title's cool. I'll put it on for a bit. But it, it always goes back to former M. So with that, um, yeah. That's a, that's about my story. It was a lot of fun. 
Um, we always made sure that we were scoring that first day, made sure we always had our delve buff. We scored so, so, so hard. We would break away from the main groups of DC and just take all a bunch of resources and other things where they're, you know, flagging the castle, getting in there. Then you port to the closest thing and run right down there, help them take the flags, get the tick, you know, you do what you got to do. It's a cutthroat world out there. And we have plenty of people who are like, oh, you know, how you guys score that much AP? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was really cool that people were just like, uh, you know, really just would ask questions like, how do we get better at PvP? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's, we weren't dealing with like people boosting and like, you know, all that annoying stuff. So we were dealing with a lot of new players and that could be difficult in its own way, but it was still ended up being a lot of fun overall and yeah that's that's my story now what about emperor dogged yeah well uh you know as far as like you know new players like yeah like you said uh you know earlier uh you know but from the beginning of the campaign you know they were really new but you know by the time of the end of the campaign you know they definitely seemed a lot better <laughs> you know clearly you know it's from good emperors like me yourself and graham right we, you know, share some of our, you know, uh, PvP knowledge upon them. Oh, oh, clearly, man. Like, honestly, you're not wrong. And uh, it really, I mean, I'm, you know, we may joke, you know, like we want to take credit. And I definitely think that they needed people in there who were willing to help and show them stuff. But, um, you know, they were all willing to learn and grow. and. That last day here, you know, we were playing before we recorded, trying to go help the number three guy go get M. And uh, we're in this big Zerga blue, and they were, like, all sieging. Like, there was a point where it was, like, there was no siege. And I was like, guys, we need more siege. We should be 20 out of 20 with this many people. Boom. Got to the inner door, and we had 18 ballistas ripping it down. It was like, this is what I'm talking about, like. And, uh, you know, throughout the week would be like sometimes like, you know, anyone also who pushes Emp, you know, if you do it without a guild behind you, you have to get the faction behind you and it can be hard. And there was a lot of times where we would splinter and people would be like, no, we want to go do this. And you know, we don't care about Emp and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, well, you should because if you make me Emp, we're going to take the whole map. But, you know, regardless. Uh, the politics aside and all that, the people were very receptive and they were willing to learn and uh, it felt pretty good there in this last day. I was like, all right, it seems like uh, if we don't come back, then we are leaving DC in a good place. Yep, I would agree. But, you know, as for my emperorship, um, I, I had gone on a, like Saturday right after my work. You're like, hey, you know, Red has the hammer, and it's pretty dangerous out there. You might want to get on. I'm like, okay, well, I just got home like five minutes ago. I guess I'll get on. And surely enough, you know, all the red players are coming up to Ash. And I'm like, no, 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 right? This is my keep, right? This is Ash, this is claimed by heirs of the Red Diamond, and I'm going to defend it. And we did. <laughs> we got an 87 tick defense tick for it. And we recovered the hammer. We went straight back to Nickel. We lost the hammer. 
they came straight back to Ash, and we defended it again. But this time, there was a lot more Ebonheart pack the first than the first time, and we had to we had to like retreat to the inner because they broke like four walls and in the door. Like the guy was like, "We're gonna kill you guys, and you're you're not, and you're gonna like it." And I'm like, "All right, well, I guess we have to go defend the inner." And it was a it was like a long and drawn out battle, but eventually, you know, we uh, we pulled it off and we survived. The hammer was lost, and pretty much after like a twenty minute like defense at Ash uh, the second time, a lot of Ebonheart packs got off. AD was like super gated, so they couldn't do anything. So we went up to Bleakers and we started taking the map. Uh, we went up, we went down to Nickel, and then we went to Robeck, and then we went transit up back up to Aleswell. We took Bleakers, then Shaman, and BRK. And then you know that we would leave the last M keep as Alessia. Right. And as far as last M keeps go, you know, they're typically pretty hard. Pretty stressful. Normally, it's like, oh, yeah, no, you get one on keep. Well, AD took the other one behind you, or EP took the other one behind you. And that really wasn't the case at all, right? Uh, Alessia was a red keep. <clears throat> and when I, when I started going down there, I saw a group of AD. You know, they're just standing on the front door. They open up the inner door. They're starting to pack up the siege. And, you know, they just rolled down the red carpet to welcome my arrival. And, of course, you know, I threw a meteor on them, and that red carpet was only red because, you know, it was the blood of their, uh, you know, bodies after I killed them with the meteor and finished them all off. And, yeah. And then what makes this even better is that after I walked inside the keep, you know, I aggroed every NPC as they were all angry. They're like, how dare you invade this keep? I noticed that the inner door was just wide open. And I'm like, all right, this is stupid, but I'm going to just rush back flag and hope that DC comes in like 10 seconds because otherwise I'm going to die to NPCs. And I do that, and as I hit the front flag, my food runs out, and I'm like, well, this is going to be a pretty embarrassing death, but hopefully I make it. So I roll dodge, I roll dodge again, I breath of life, I spam my heels, and I go behind a corner behind the wall on the left side, and I eat my food really quickly before I go and go kill some of the uh, other NPCs. About 10 guards went up to me, smacked me, and I de-aggroed and ran away, you know, as NPCs are, are knowing to do. And that was kind of annoying because it's like, really? Like, why couldn't you just go away earlier? But it's okay. And, yeah, we finally took the keep. And it was definitely the easiest last keep ever. And... AD definitely unintentionally helped crown me emperor. And you know what? I'm appreciative for the Alamari Dominion for helping me with that. And to show my, you know, you know, appreciation, I went over to Robeck and I killed the people trying to take Robeck and clean up those resources. And that's when a person. <laughs> yeah, how thoughtful. And then, you know, a person in my group was like, he had 60k health, and he was clearly like a health tank. And he was making fun of my 43k health as Emperor. And then he left to go to the Yebenheart Pact. And I was like, oh, okay, well, sorry, you know, I'm not like some heavy armor build. I'm in light armor with two, I'm, I'm wearing five light, two heavy, so 
Yeah. You're like, yeah, I have 70k <laughs> magic. So. Yeah, I have like 65k <laughs> magicka, and I have heals for days, and I can heal my friends for days. So I think I think we're good. And we uh wait, so wait, yeah. wait. Let me also just interject because I didn't get to say I also had like 47k health and 62k magicka. It was freaking ridiculous. And my stamina was just like, I don't even remember. It was like 30, almost 30K. Just like, who, like, <laughs> like you can't beat that. Like, I was just running around, and they just can't do anything. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Continue. Yeah. Especially when you have Tri-Slapods. You're like, I can roll dodge, roll dodge, roll dodge a third time. And I should be out of stamina normally, but I'm not, so. Yeah, and Necros are, like, inherently, like, have so much almost you know compare in comparison to the dragon knights and uh you know damage mitigation so yeah but anyway you know that guy he left for ep and dc's like we want our scroll back from farragut and they took arius i think i helped with that i'm not sure but uh, i definitely helped with farragut i went over to farragut and uh we opened the the inner we opened up the uh, outer door um and we killed some of the ep I found the guy who made fun of me and he was running on the outside. He was shooting like three cold fire blisters at me, which I'm a Templar. And if you didn't know with a purify, I just shoved it off. Like it was nothing. And, you know, I killed him and I bagged him for a bit for making fun of my health. I'm like, yeah, how squishy am I now? You know? And yeah, that definitely made me feel better. And then we, t- then they, uh, you know, DC took their scroll and they ran with it. And I was like, yep, all right. And then AD was like, you know what? Uh, we're going to go hit Robeck again. But this time, you know, Han Solo chick, she was here. And we went to Robeck and we wiped the AD again. And they we wiped him again. And, you know, they just, they couldn't respond at the camp. So they responded at Nickel. And they came back and we wiped him again and again <laughs> and again until we pretty much took Nickel. And yeah, that, that was that was a uh, pretty interesting <laughs> classic. Yeah, you know, thank you for you know helping me get get uh, my M key, but you know I'm gonna farm you. Classic dog, right? Yeah, very much so. And see, and then pretty much after that, it was like a little bit slow. I was just like capping resources, defending EP against EP against AD. I didn't really care too much about pushing out. I just I like I like the defensive game and I definitely was sticking to that. Although I guess my defensive was more of like just killing people outside of my keeps. So there is that. And then you know, all of our friends got on. You know, Bob came on, Graham got on, a couple of our other gillies got on. That was fun. We uh, pushed out uh we pushed Red out at like Chowman and some of our Emperor keeps, and I think Sejanus, and that was fun. Um, Graham was on his uh, Necromancer, and I remember Graham was like, "Thank you for helping me with uh, this, uh, with like the NPCs on this resource." Because he was like, he was getting negated and stuff. I'm like, hey, don't help! Like all I did was I came over and I synergized your Grave Robber. And turns out, when, whenever I was synergized as Grey Robber, it does a lot of damage to NPCs. And then I noticed that whenever I was, you know, fighting other people at other keeps later on, that Grave Robber synergy, it just decimates people. Especially when I have, like, a Crescent Sweep or just jabs on top of it. It's just, 
it just kills people and it's insane. And then, of course, you know, after the red, we were farming AD at Robeck again. I, I don't know why. They were just really obsessed with Robeck. Like, normally they go for Alessia, but not that time. And then we were going to go push for scrolls. So, you know, the first keep we go to is Fergal. 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 And, uh, yeah. When I went down there, you know, I was putting down some ballistas. I put down two ballistas. And I had to switch cut and, uh, crap. So I put down two ballistas, and next thing you know, I get targeted by six cold fire ballistas and a lightning lancer. And I think the main reason is why I was still wearing my uh, antiquarian field garb, which the way how the way that I dyed it was just this bright white and light blue shiny thing. And I definitely, I was definitely a shiny target, and they definitely recognized, you know, hey, that's the emperor, that's his clothes. And, you know, it'd be a pretty shocking thing if they, you know, were like, nah, that can't be the Emperor. But, no. They all targeted me. I lost so many blisses trying to kit Paragol because, like, they just target everything against me. And it's not like they really did any damage because, you know, I was a Templar Purify. I had the, the, you know, the extended ritual, so I purified all five things. And it's just like they target me. They shoot me with, like, cold fire blisses. And then I'd get off my siege and I purified it off like it was nothing. And we would do this again and again and again. Till eventually it's like, you know what? I have to put on this uh, Emperor's Regalia so that I stick in and I'm not like a sore thumb. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it seemed to me that ballistas were lasting way shorter than they usually do in this ambush. Like... <laughs> I swear to God, like, I would put three up. I would, like, do, like, three rotations on them, and I'd look, and the front one's, like, dead. <laughs> what? I think it's, like, because it was just right after Major Mayhem, everybody had cold fire ballistas or cold stone or cold fire trebuchets. There's a lot of cold fire going around. Yeah, true. All right, and then uh, we took the scrolls back, and then, you know, Bob had one. Bob was able to run a scroll. And then EP was pushing back out again, so we had to end that threat. Um, we didn't end it successfully, and they I think they took, yeah, they took BRK, then they took Sejanus, but that was when, uh, you know, half of, half of DC was still running scrolls back. And then they went over to Alessia and Ash, and, you know, most of DC went to Ash, and I was like, don't worry, I'll get this. It was like me and two other blue, and we were defending uh alessia and we wiped the ebonheart pact once but they had a camp and they came right back and you know they killed my two friends they went over to go help defend alessia or not alessia they went over to go defend aleswell and then you know i helped or i ended up wiping them again and i just started repairing the, the inner door and i repaired the outdoor a little bit but uh because the red had the uh Sejanus, they just ran right as right in and they quickly broke down the door because all I did was I got it up back up to 25% so I could work on the inner door. I was able to get the inner door all the way up to 100%. And that's when, you know, this entire red group came in. It's a little bit bigger from last time. I think some of them died at Ash and they responded to Janice to help push Alessia. 
And it's like, well, I can't do anything. So the all my NPCs are still dead. So I went inside and I went to build up some ultimate. And they had like eight people on a ram. And they were that was like their main siege. And I drop a ice comment on them. And I started heavy attacking. And it next thing I know, like a bunch bunch of people die. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Why would they just, you know, die to my heavy attack? Why would they not heal anything or do anything like that? So I, uh, they pick them all up again. They do the exact same thing. I drop an ice comet. I heavy attack with my lightning stuff, and I'm killing people again. And then I do it again and again and again. <laughs> and then you know they group up even more, and I kill even more. And then you know the some of them finally finally figure it out, and the door's about to open. Like four of them are on it. I drop one last ice comet. Uh, the ram hits, breaks open the door, it stuns them. Uh, three people go to run inside, and they all die to NPCs because they're running through my meteor into NPCs. And meanwhile, I jump down, I healed myself, and I'm pushing out because like NPCs are with me. Half the red are either dead or they're running back from a camp. And I'm like, yes, I'm feeling good about this. And then next thing I know, I'm pushing them out, I'm pushing them out. Next thing I know, like 50 red come flying through the door and i'm like i can't i can't do this i have to run back and i start running back and i'm about to die and next thing i know alessia becomes unflagged and out comes like 10 or 15 blue that came from ash they def they successfully defended ash and they were able to trance to alessia with both doors wide open and they were able to save me and we were able to push them out because i was like yes friends I can kite through you and heal you as, you know, we kill everyone. And we did. And that was, like, that was definitely, like, the closest I came to, like, actually, like, wiping at a, like, at a defense. And, yeah. It was definitely some really, you know, great RNG chance that, you know, Alessia was to unflag at that moment when I'm, like, running back in. And they're all, like, getting, you know... Like, we almost got him. Let's do it. Let's keep pushing it on flags. And, you know, out come out like 10, 15 blue. And, like, yes, those are my friends. Those are my allies. And, yeah. Classic Alessia conflict. Yeah. But, you know, typically it's with ADE, but that's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, pretty much like you got off and I, uh, you know, continued to farm AD some more because. I farmed AD at a resource because I was just kind of resource cap AD because they were like the only people who were really pushing me, pushing me. They were the only people trying to push the M keeps, uh, uh, Ebonheart pack was kind of pushing like our strolls. I didn't really care much for about like the, out the AD strolls because I don't really care about winning the campaign. We were already like super behind. So it's like, I'm just here to have fun. I'm here to like get kills and defend my M keeps. And that's what I did until like AD stopped coming. So like, you know what? I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take the Fairgold farm and I went to buy a siege real quick. You know, I was going to like, you know, maybe if I like siege Fairgold, you know, maybe more people will show up. Right. And this guy, he just comes up, starts sniping me while I'm on the siege merchant. Next thing I know, there's like 10 AD at there. I'm like, great. I have to kill you guys all here now instead of at the key. And that was kind of annoying because they just kept on running back and running back and running back. I'm like, all right, you know, I get it. You know, you keep running back. And, but really, it was just a distraction because they flagged Robeck again. Like, come on, guys. 
Like, I, I don't have to leave. You're going to take the farm. And now I have to go kill all the AD at Roback. And, you know, I do that. So. And then kind of like the last thing that I did as my uh, little Emperor push is that uh, yeah, eventually EP. Oh, wait, there is one last thing, right? Before that. So at Alessia, it was me, the guy that made fun of me with like 60k health and like four other blues. Like it was pretty late in the night. Like things were winding down, and like there, Evan Hart had like two bars on, and they were attacking Alessia, and they were breaching the inner door. And you know, a bunch of Evan Hart people come in. Is like thirty plus Evan Hart, and they they end up taking the keep. While me and the sixty k health guy and two other people are all here, the sixty uh, k health guy he was like guarding me, so like we weren't dying because. He was protecting me. He was dealing some of the damage to him. They couldn't kill him because my heals were OP. And the other two guys, the other two blues with me were pretty tanky as well. And they ended up taking the keep. And it took, like, counter siege, the enemy NPCs that just spawned in, and, like, 40 reds to, like, finally kill us. And that was also pretty awesome, just being able to last for, like, ever inside that keep, even after we lost it. And then uh, the, one of the last things I did that night was uh, I saw AD attacking Alessia back, which was red. And I was kind of just watching them. You know, I was in stealth. They were doing an inner outer, which was interesting because I didn't see anybody else really do that strategy like at all in that campaign. They broke down the inner wall first, and then they broke down the outer wall. They were all packing up their seeds. were all grouping up, and they went in to rush behind them. And then they all like they all grouped up by like the uh, you know breach. They all went rushed in. I followed in behind, and between the uh, red NPCs, a couple reds, and you know me, I ended up killing all the yellow. I killed all the red, and I took Alessia for myself. And I was pretty proud of that. I think AD was pretty mad. I think the couple reds were pretty mad. Because I, I definitely, you know, I was stalking them. I even took a screenshot of it, of it. And, like, in the screenshot mode, I'm like, this is, you know, Emperor Dog, you know, stalking his prey. <laughs> and, yeah. That that was definitely probably one of my favorite moments, is just being able to, like, backdoor the AD all by myself and having, like, two other people home come over to flip flags with me. Because it takes a while, like, a long time to flip those flags. And yeah, that's pretty much you know all of Emperor Dog, just in a nutshell. I held it for you know seven hours, so and I was online for all those seven hours, so that was awesome. Yeah, man, that's awesome, and I'm very glad that you and I both got to be online when we got it. Super glad that I got to play with you. You had yours and Solo and Graham. We all got to play together. It was just really awesome, and although there was a lot of hard times during the push, I will definitely remember this as true success and all good memories and a lot of fun coming out of it. And before we wrap it all up, I thought it'd be cool. Um, you hit a lot of your like good moments, but and I hit a lot of my good moments too, but there were other moments in the campaign that were really awesome as well. Well, we're not Emperor. And uh, I thought I would just drop some here. They may overlap with yours, but there was definitely one time where 
me and dog i was like hey man it was getting pretty late and we were getting pretty closing it off it's like yo dragon claw just lit up dude i'm gonna go check it because red was hitting it and we knew the main red group was like at aleswell or something i was like i'm gonna go see who this is i get there and it's like 10 8 10 red and they were like unknown like names like we did not know all mainly low levels just pretty much like oh man i tell dog yeah it's like eight dudes i haven't even seen one of them before he's like oh that means we can kill them (laughs) and he immediately travels up there (laughs) he runs in and i'm like oh okay there's dog he's going in we both go in boom we kill all of them easily and just like one of those moments where you're like man we just destroyed a whole group this feels pretty good and then we're like all right repair up dragon claw we run south and then solo joins up with us too so now it's the three of us we're running south to bruma it's flagged get there here no it's red and so we get there and clearly all these reds have spawned there and they're like right there we start killing them they were like fighting a dolmen and like things were getting all mixed up. So I died, but then Solo got me and we're just like ripping them, ripping them, ripping them, ripping them. And uh, they just kept getting up. And finally we flagged it and took it. But that was like a really awesome time. And then plus, Dog also mentioned I got to run a scroll, which was awesome. Dog and our Empzerg opened the gates. I was like, I'm taking the scroll, Dog. And he's like, Really? And I was like, Yes. And he's like, All right. So he goes in there and pulled all the NPCs for me so I could just run right up. Do, 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 take it. And the moment I pressed A or whatever, you know, I guess for PC players, probably freaking out E. But, um, you know, whatever. Interact button. Um, so I press the button and I'm like getting the thing, doing the animation. And then, like, I see a meteor starting to drop on me. I'm like, oh, friend, you are too late. <laughs> like, I immediately just like let it all happen and I like go flying up into the air because the meteor is so stupidly broken. And I come down and I have the scroll. I'm just like, that's right. <laughs> like, the, you cannot stop me. And then we just killed all the yellows, killed all the NPCs, and then bailed. I went and took another keep and got the other scroll with the current scroll. And yeah, that was awesome. That was a great memory for me. And then plus, the first time ever on any character account, anything, I got to hold Volandrug this week. It was freaking awesome. I did not get a kill with it or even do anything. I totally sucked. But um, Dog went and got it, and then he brought it down, and he died after taking a keep or something. And we were running to the next one, and just time ran out. And then I grabbed it. I was like, oh, my God. but. We had taken like Robeck and we we're going to Alessia, so all the yellow knew and they seen, you know, the hammer on the map. So they all came out and they ended up taking it. But regardless, it was still a super fun time. And that was the first time I ever got to even hold it or even have a chance. So that was really cool for me. Not only being Emperor, but definitely also a lot of fun stuff throughout the push. I'll remember. Anything for you? Um, yeah, uh, one of the things that as Emperor is like, I would just throw meteors. Like, I'd be sieging and, like, oh no, my friend's getting hit. Here, support meteor or support heals. And the meteor would either kill him 
or like it's done like a group of like npcs or uh you know players and because you have double ulti and if i got the kill it's like 40 ultimate and i, I like seeing like the uh what the kill counter add-on that uh, tells you like what if like if you get the killing blow and it's i like seeing like you know so and so died by meteor or ice comet. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like those are those were always good times. Um, yeah. When you, when we got your scroll, like I don't think you realize just how many AD popped up. Like it was like a solid like ten. Like I went in there. I'm like, oh hey, there's like no one here. That's a bit weird. You went up there. I pulled all the aggro. You got the scroll. You got you started getting targeted by meteor. I'm like. Oh no! There's like 10 AD around, and there's a lot of NPCs. If one <laughs> of them just drops in the gate, I'm dead because I'm a magical character. I use rapids and I rolled a little bit, and I'm like out of stamina. But you know, luckily they dropped in the gate at there. The guard dropped in the gate at some like random place that didn't really matter. So we were able to kill them, and all the NPCs just you know spite them, <laughs> and. Yeah. And then after we got that uh, second scroll, me, Graham, and our uh, friend Zekin, we were all killing like the AD as they kind of just ran out. That was pretty fun. You know, like, you know, as far as like Emperor's go, this is like the one that I've I actually thought like, man, I felt like I was a god. Like, you know, like I felt like I was super overpowered. Like, you know, it was cheating. Like all the other ones that I had before, like, I was definitely killable. Like, I definitely had my limits. Whereas this one's like, yeah, like, it took, like, 40 people to, like, you know, kill me. It took 40 people plus NPCs to kill me. Or, like, I, there was one time where I just died pretty easily because, like, I was trapped between two negates and, you know, magic a character. And, yeah, that killed me pretty easily. But it was definitely nice to just, you know, really feel that powerful again. Which is something that I never really felt like with my other emperors. So, yeah, I can I can definitely see that. That's awesome, man. I can attest that your Templar was pretty freaking ridiculous. <laughs> well, as you guys could tell, we had a great freaking time pushing Emperor, and although it was a lot of work and a lot of dedication, we enjoyed it. And we went through the struggles to get to the awesome times, and we both got crowned. And yeah, been Emperor on Xbox and PC. So, dog, if people want to find us and talk more about being Emperor of freaking Cyrodiil and Tamriel, where can they find us, my dude? All right, well, they can find us on Twitter of the at Red Diamond Cast. They can also find our Facebook of the Red Diamond Courier. You can also join our ESO or Xbox Guild of Heirs the Red Diamond. And you can find those on the Robots Radio Discord on robotsradio.net. And if you check our show notes, you can find awesome links to all of the stuff that we have mentioned before. RobotsRadio.net, our awesome sponsors, and of course, our music producer, Daniel Nisley, the one and only, and our good friends at ESO-Hub, who recently are have been working on this uh, awesome, awesome new champion point system where you can... Uh, literally just work with it the new one and put together different builds and see what the numbers are going to be and share them with uh, your friends and all this stuff it's going to be super awesome system make sure to check that out yeah i saw that and that's definitely something i want to play with because 
uh, like just just have being able to have that instead of like you know actually logging into the e, e, uh, Elder Scrolls PTS is going to be awesome. Yeah, and honestly, that's something that would have been even awesome to have for the current one, just to be able to like mess with it when you're not just sitting there logged in redistributing like you know just being able to like hmm, i wonder what this would be like what would the numbers be if i did this and this like it's really cool and uh, i think that that's gonna be a very helpful thing for the community yeah definitely and if you guys have any extra time in your day which i know is so tough for all of us but it would absolutely make our whole freaking month if you could go leave us a review help boost us up those uh, charts and numbers and all the good things over at Apple is the best way to do it. If it's five stars, we'll read it out on the airwaves and send it to all the good people to hear. So thank you guys so much for all the support. As always, you know, we appreciate it. Dogged, where can the people find you? All right. You can find me on Xbox, Twitter, or ESOPC, all of at dogbark24. And, and that's dogged bark 24, not yeah. dog fart 24. <laughs> yeah, dogged bark, D O double G E D B A R K 24. We have one Twitter <laughs> comment. It's like, I thought you were all saying dog fart. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, was- you know, that's probably a better name <laughs> for you. <laughs> you know what? This is all <laughs> lies and slander shred that Yorin's called king. Just, Every uh, time I more. hear a <laughs> dim-witted necromancer, it's going to be a dog fart from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you guys are looking for me, it's going to be Bob Chichinsky all over the place. If it's Xbox, Bob Space Chichinsky. If it's ESO on PC, Twitter, or Twitch, Bob underscore Chichinsky. And if you guys want to go see some of our struggles as Amp, uh, my last couple of odds should be us playing, pushing for Amp. Not as Emperor, unfortunately, but we're going for it. So that is there for you guys to check out. And I've been streaming a bit more often, so make sure to catch me during the week. And make sure to catch us next week when we talk about the champion system, the oh-so-crazy and new and important champion system. Until then, we are the Red Diamond Courier, and I will catch you on the flip. Yep, see ya. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey there, my name's Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose.